0: Welcome to the Collins Hill Football Podcast. I'm your host, John Miller, joined by Eagles head coach and 2021 state champion Lenny Gregory. And behind the microphone, our audio engineer, Bernardo Richardson. We'd like to thank Buffalo Wild Wings Mala, Georgia and general manager, Keshawn Cooper, for being our host for the Collins Hill Eagle Podcast. Last week's game recap, sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. For fun times, great food, and cold drinks, visit Buffalo Wild Wings Mala, Georgia. The Collinsville Eagles varsity squad was on a bye week. However, our JV and freshman teams were in action with the JV-dominating Lanier High School 32-0 and our freshman team falling to Peachtree Ridge 7-0 at home. Coach, last week we spoke to you about our younger guys getting the opportunity to showcase their talents on the gridiron. What did the eye in the sky say about our kids' performance and what takeaways from the games did you and your coaching staff see from our Eagles?
1: I think the first thing is just the, the quality reps. Um, with, our, with our young players, especially our freshmen, we've got a handful playing on the varsity. We've got a handful that I've moved up to the JV, and, uh, and then the rest of them on the ninth grade staff and or uh, team. But the big thing there is, uh, you know, is I'm trying to get all the kids to play as many reps as they can so, so we can um, really improve that group. Absolutely, Coach. Speaking about improving the
0: group, the last two weeks we spoke about how you have challenged the kids to practice at a high tempo and to focus on us as a program. The three tough days of practice are behind us, and tomorrow we're going through our final walkthrough. What did you see from the kids during this week of practice?
1: A, um, a focus on, on you know the scouting report, on their assignments, uh, the opponent, knowing the opponent, and uh, just recognizing – you know, things that we're trying to do. Um, just a, just a, a laser focus by the kids right now. I'm real real impressed with, with the film study, the amount of time that they're putting in right now and uh, the questions that they're asking. And you can see from from last week to this week, just how, how fast the kids are practicing and playing and processing the information and recognizing everything.
0: Would you say that the film study that those kids have been doing is a direct correlation to how fast you're able to play on the field for, for our younger Eagles, maybe, maybe those little eighth graders that are listening to this podcast, would you say that's something that they need to work on so that they can play at a high speed?
1: hundred percent. You know, if you're thinking you're stinking, right? And so the, the, uh, the simpler it, it gets to you, just like I tell the kids all the time, you, you know, on Friday, you take a math test, you got to study all week in order to do good and, and, to, to make that math test easier, right? If you don't study, it's going to become more difficult. And um, so, you know, it's, it's no different. The amount that you invest in it, you know, come Friday, we want them to to know Brookwood like the back of their hand. Speaking of
0: Friday, Coach, three keys to the game that our kids need to, need to execute and, and they need to remember when they go to sleep on Thursday night.
1: Well, I think uh, you know being able to execute and, and do your assignment. I think discipline is going to be a big, big factor on both sides of the ball. Um, running the right route, you know, blocking the right guy on defense. You know, whatever coverage we're in, playing the coverage the way it's supposed to be played. Uh, run fits. So I think alignment and assignment is going to be huge. I think the other thing is going to be turnovers. Right, making sure that we don't turn the ball over. And that we create turnovers on defense. That would be, you know, number two, and and number three is going to be just being able to play fast with great effort and and um, you know and add in physicality into that. You know, being physical and playing fast. Uh, if we if we can do those things right there, we got a chance against anybody. You know, which I feel good about. I feel like we're we're becoming that team that you know that that we've we've always been.
0: Would you say that this week is kind of a week when the kids have really embraced that toughness culture that you preach?
1: Yeah, they they're they're starting to to really not let the the noise. You know, if it's hot, um, if it you know it's just a tough day. Just just gotta suck it up and go, and you know, embrace the suck as they say. You know, absolutely. So our kids are um, they're doing a good job of that. That there's great leadership on the team. That's leading by example, which is, you know, it's impacting the rest of the kids.
0: Excellent. Coach, I'm going to come back to you at the end. But before we do that, what I'm going to do is we're going to bring up some of our new coaching staff. It's something we've never done before on the podcast. We're going to introduce to to you guys a couple of the new faces for our coaching staff. Up first is our wide receivers coach, Will Hardesty. Will, come on up and welcome to the podcast, my friend. Uh, Will Hardesty came to us from Worth County High School. Coach Hardesty, welcome to the podcast.
2: Hey, how's it going? Nice to be here.
0: Awesome. Glad you're here, Coach. Um, Go ahead and give us the brief rundown of your coaching history. Where have you coached? What have you coached? And and how you kind of ended up here at Collins Hill?
2: Yeah, so uh, I'm originally from Valdosta. I grew up in Lowndes County. Uh, Started coaching middle school there, Coach McPherson. I was lucky enough to have him give me a job uh, coaching the middle school there. Uh, I've coached. Football-wise, I've coached pretty much everything from uh, receivers, running backs, O-line, D-line, uh, a little bit of everything. You know, I've also coached some soccer, basketball, a little bit of wrestling, too. So I've, I've been all over the place. And then I uh, was down at Worth County last year. I was coaching under Phil Ironside, used to be the head coach at Hillgrove. Uh, he decided he wanted to resign, be closer to his family up here in Atlanta again, so he took a job at Osborne, uh, which led me to kind of pursue other avenues as well. And I saw Collins Hill was looking for a couple of receiver coaches after – you know the great success they had last year uh... they had coaches take promotions all over the place and uh... i was fortunate enough to get in here
0: so it sounds like you have had the opportunity to to coach under some real legends down in Lowndes and at Worth County what's the philosophy that you've taken from those coaches and that you pass along to your position group
2: uh... really the biggest thing uh, especially with the kids uh... is just always be yourself you know these kids they, they can always spot a fake Uh, You've got to be yourself. You've got to be personable. Uh, Be up front with them. Uh, Make sure they know what you want from them. Make sure that uh, anything you ask them to do, you're willing to do it yourself, especially in terms of putting in the work. Uh, Another big thing, always uh, make sure you're working hard. Make sure you're always just doing things the right way.
0: Absolutely. Coach, what's the strength
2: of the wide receiver group this year? Uh, Man, I'll tell you, I've coached uh, a lot of dudes in a lot of places. Um, The biggest thing for me here. Uh, we've got a little bit of everything. Uh, you know, we've got Isaiah Richardson, Jaden Davis. Uh, these are Power Five kids. Uh, they've got size, they've got speed, they've got hands. Uh, you talk about uh, in the slot with Chase Nash and uh, CJ, uh, CJ Hector. I mean, probably also going to be Power Five kids playing at the next level. Um, it's just, they're a really good group. Uh, a lot of talent everywhere, and they really understand the game.
0: Having talent everywhere is extremely helpful. It makes everybody. A really good coach. It cabinet. makes my job a lot easier. Absolutely. Coach, you've heard of the kick six, but what we're going to do is we're going to do quick six. We're going to do ask you six questions. You can give me one word or just a little bit of a phrase. I'm going to do these rapid fire with you, so as soon as you're done know with your answer, I'm going to give you the next one. You ready? Got it. All right. Favorite restaurant?
2: Uh, Texas Roadhouse.
0: Favorite vacation spot?
2: You know I love a good cabin in the mountains. And your favorite college or university? West Virginia University. Your dream car? A dream car? Oh, I got it, man. It's a 2021 Silver Auto. Your best sports memory, either as a player or a coach? Got to be when I was a senior in high school. We won the state championship at Lounge in front of the home crowd. Your favorite pregame song? Oh, gosh, man. I'm not a big song listener. Uh, uh, We'll go with uh, Enter Sandman.
0: Enter the Sandman. Just just to do it. A classical entrance if you're a Virginia Tech fan.
2: Well, you know. Yeah, it is what it is. (laughs)
0: Coach Hardesty, I want to thank you for your time. Up next is our inside linebackers coach, Matt Rogers. Matt Rogers come to us from Roswell High School. He's also the team's strength and conditioning coordinator. Coach Rogers, welcome to the podcast.
3: Thank you. Good to be here, man.
0: Awesome, Coach. Go ahead and give us kind of a brief uh, bio of your coaching history.
3: I started coaching in 2006 uh, at Riverwood High School. I coached there for four years, Uh, went to Chattahoochee, uh, was there for another, around 2011, I think it was the year after they won the state championship, or or 2012, the year after they won the state championship. Um, Was there for three years, coached uh, lacrosse, football, wrestling, a couple other sports. Um, And then I moved to Johns Creek High School, uh, where I coached outside linebackers, Uh, I was the head girls lacrosse coach, I was the strength coach there. Uh, kind of did a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, helped out in softball. It's kind of all over the place. Um, it was the high school that my the elementary school that I taught at at the time fed into. Um, so I had the pleasure of you know coaching or teaching kids in pre K and then watching them graduate from high school. Um, so that was a big deal for me. Um, I followed Coach Kemper from Johns Creek uh, to Roswell and was at Roswell for three or four years. Um, my last couple of years there, I served as the DC um, under Chris Pruitt, um, and I was the straight to Gedition coach there as well. Um, and then coming to Collins Hill, uh, I, I got a, a random phone call on my way to a to an AD cohort meeting, um, and it, it kind of worked itself out. Got a call from Coach Gregory on a Wednesday, um, came in on Thursday, interviewed on Friday, um, and was hired by the end of the day on Friday. So, you know, it, it all kind of worked out pretty awesome for me.
0: Awesome, Coach. You're also, a little birdie told me, the head girls lacrosse coach for the Collins Hill Eagles yes, women's lacrosse yes, program. Do you have a message for those young ladies who might be listening right now?
3: I hope they're ready. Um, you know, lacrosse is probably a better lacrosse coach than am a football coach. Not really sure I'm supposed to say that, but, you know, it, it's a sport that I'm very passionate about that I've coached for over 10 years. So, um, you know, it, it's a great sport. My family loves coming to watch it. They're involved with it as well. Um you know, I've already talked to the girls. They know. You know, they know that I'm not going to mess around. They know when we get an opportunity to finally hit the ground running, we're going for it.
0: Absolutely, Coach. You've you've had a long coaching history. What's the coaching philosophy that you've taken from your time working under some extremely good, well-respected coaches that you like to impart
3: onto your position group? You know, I'm I'm one of those coaches. That I don't yell a whole lot. Um, you know, my when I got to Collins Hill, that was kind of one of the things that my my kids kind of took back. They were like, Coachy. You don't yell a whole lot. To me, I'm one of those guys. One of the first things that I ever learned from the, the head coach that I worked with at, at, uh, at Riverwood was, it's not always the loudest man in the room is always right. Uh, I kind of always kind of kept that philosophy. I'm, you know, when I yell, the kids know there's either something that needs to be brought to their attention, or that something is wrong and it needs to stop right now. Um, I coach kids with passion. I, you know, I want to pour into everything that I, you know everything that I know into them to make them you know better on the field off the field you know as they get older you know it's not just about football so I want them to be better adults better humans better you know fathers down the road whatever it may be Um, but I want them to know that you know I'm there for them but you know I'm going to coach them hard whether I'm yelling at them or not
0: absolutely coach what's the strength of your position group this year
3: you know that was a a tough question Uh, when I when I came into it um, I I was told that you know I had I had one guy that was coming into the room that had seen a couple you know a couple games um, coming into the previous season, uh, but I think the strength of my room right now is is our film study, um, our ability to to break down a team is as good as us sitting in on a Sunday as a coaches meeting. My kids, you know we, we talk we talk on Sunday a little bit. You know they start seeing film. By Monday, they're starting to pick stuff up. By Tuesday, they're spouting off, you know, routes. You know, inside linebackers calling out routes. Uh, You know, it's something that doesn't always happen. My guys are very physical. They hit the hole very hard. But the one thing that they've gotten really good at is understanding film as far as, like, the passing game goes. So they're they're telling the corners and the safeties what's coming next. So that's, I th- right now I think that is the strength of our room is our ability to break down film and understand what they're watching.
0: Um, that kind of reminds me of, uh, of a clip that I saw in the NFL of Luke Keekley doing that to opposing quarterbacks. Do you have a Luke Keekley right now?
3: I have a Luke Thomas, um, and, and he's just as dangerous um, in, the, in the run game. Um, you know, That was the one thing that I was told is he's physical. He's a downhill runner. Um, he's going to plug a hole faster than anybody, but his ability... It to cover um, is just as impressive.
0: Absolutely. Coach, you've heard of Kick Six? Yeah. Let's go ahead and do a Quick Six. We're gonna, I'm going to ask you six quick questions. Go ahead and give me a one word answer or a phrase. You ready to go? Yeah. Let's How go. go. Do it? Favorite restaurant?
3: Anywhere that serves chicken wings. Yeah.
0: Favorite vacation spot?
3: The lake. Our lake house. Family lake house.
0: Favorite college or university?
3: West Virginia Mountaineers.
0: Got a lot of Mountaineers in this program. Your dream car.
3: I'm driving it, a Jeep Wrangler.
0: Your best sports memory, either as a coach or a player?
3: Beating Parkview in 1998 as a player. Where was that at? At Parkview. Uh, it was for the battle of the green flag, for the Lilburn green flag. I graduated from Berkmar, so at the time it was a big rival for us, and we played every year for the, what we call the Lilburn green flag. Uh, we ended up beating them on a field goal to win the game, to close out the game. Um, you know the, the guys that I played with. The you know, few of us still talk. But it's funny to hear us all remember talk about what we remember from that night.
0: Was that the last time Burkmar beat Parkview?
3: Yes. Yes. yes it was.
0: Last question. Favorite pre-game song? Triumph by Wu Tang Clan. Well, oh, Wu Tang in the class. Wu Tang is for the kids.
3: Yes, very much so,
0: Coach Rogers. I want to thank you for your time.
3: Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. Next up, and our I think is going to be our most interesting guest. Yes, our offensive line coach, electric the big man himself, an electric personality. <laughs> offensive line coach Steve Wright. Steve Wright, welcome to the podcast, my friend. What's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm doing great, Coach. Um, go ahead and give us kind of a brief history of your coaching. Like, where have you been? Where'd you mm-hmm. play?
4: 10-4. All right, so we'll go backwards here. Uh, I moved from Flagler-Palm Coast High School, uh, Flagler County. is in between uh, Daytona and St. Augustine. I was down there for a few years. Um, had an opportunity to move there. Uh, spent a lot of my coaching career in East Tennessee, uh, Knoxville. Uh, coached at Knoxville Central High School. Coached at Knoxville Catholic. Uh, was very blessed enough uh, to win a few state titles coaching. Uh, originally from Murfreesboro, Tennessee, uh, where Coach Linnell is originally from. He coached me in high school. I won one as a player there. Um, played there. Then I went to Carson Newman. Uh, had a chance to play for a legendary coach uh, Ken Sparks for a few years. Before, um, obviously, uh, injuries kind of made me hang up the cleats and I picked up a headset. So uh, that's probably – this has been my coaching
0: career. Awesome, Coach. A philosophy that you may have picked up from a coach that you played for or a coach that you've been <clears> with – during your time within the football, like what, what, what do you, like what philosophy do you impart onto your offensive linemen?
4: So, uh, from where I'm from in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, I went to Oakland High School. Um, Oakland High School is, uh, we have a tradition of not only winning, but building character, building good men. Um, playing at Oakland, playing for Tommy McDaniels, he really showed us uh, toughness, but also tough love at that. So, we were very we proud of ourselves being physical being tough, being able to be a gritty bunch. You know, we didn't say no to the grind. We just got after it at all times. But at the end of the day, we knew that he loved us and that he had our backs. So, just like I do in my coaching, I coach my kids hard. Uh, I'm going to be on them, I'm going to be on top of them, but they know I love them. I'm going to love up on them after the practice. And when we out of practice, you know, I'm always joking kid, with those guys. So being able to show that toughness, coach them hard, be tough on the field, have grit, and then off the field, be able to show that love to
0: them, Coach. Let's be real honest. You got a bunch of young guys playing for you. A lot yes, of sir. young guys starting for you. Yes, sir. A lot of first time guys going. You got one senior. Yeah. On that offensive line, T.K. Lanier. Mm-hmm. What's the strength of your group this year?
4: The strength of our group this year is um, they're a gritty punch. They're uh, they're tough. You know, they might be young and inexperienced. They take coaching well, and I coach them hard. They have. Trusted me since day one, since I walked through the door. And uh, they're just gritty. They're gonna get after you, they ain't gonna quit. Even if they make a mistake, uh, they're always gonna come back and keep punching you harder. You punch us hard, that's fine, we're gonna punch you harder. And we're gonna get right back up, dust it off, and we're gonna keep run, going at you. Um, it's my first time ever starting a freshman. And didn't uh, fits you, um, he, that kid's gonna be, he's gonna be pretty special. But um, TK leading us, you know, he has the, already had that dog mentality because how Collins Hill's programs ran by Coach Lenny Gregory, of being able to show that toughness and grit. And he's our bell cow. He's our leader when we go out there. So how would have to say grit's probably our thing.
0: Coach, is it true that you have taught every offensive lineman that you've coached how to body surf?
2: <laughs>
0: and if, 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 if you don't know what body surfing is, Coach, could you give us a brief explanation of that?
4: Body surfing. All right, so I don't even know if I know what body surfing is. However... Um, I'll probably it probably came for me maybe maybe not um ain't really one i can really just throw out there you know you just gotta you gotta see it
0: let me just put it this way if you see an offensive lineman waving his arms while laying on top of another human being
4: oh you can that's go what you yeah, yeah, yeah that's what yeah, i meant yeah, that's what i meant coach oh yeah we call that another thing i don't think it's really appropriate to be saying on the podcast but uh yeah yeah that is talk and um uh, they do get points for that, and they earn chicken sandwiches for those.
0: So chicken sandwiches yes, for? For McChickens and McDonald's. Please. Love it. Coach, you've heard of kick six, right? Kick six, yeah. Let's do quick six. Quick six questions. <laughs> right. Go ahead and give me one word answer or a phrase. It's uh-huh. up to you. You ready to go?
4: Uh, you know, I'm from Tennessee, so you're going to have to be slow. Right. I'll take my time, up. Coach. All right, here we go.
0: What is your favorite restaurant?
4: My favorite restaurant? I had to say Waffle
0: House. Favorite vacation spot?
4: Uh, Texas i on going to Texas.
0: Favorite college or university?
4: Uh, sports-wise. Sports-wise. Uh, university of Georgia.
0: All right. Your dream car?
4: Uh, a 4350 with the big hips. Do-less.
0: Your best sports memory, either as a player or as a coach? Um, the last state title we won was pretty special, 2019. And your favorite pregame song? Ooh, You're going to, hey, um,
4: it's a gospel song.
0: Okay. Uh,
4: Fred Hammett.
0: Fred Hammett. No Weapons. No Weapons. Yes, sir. I got Bernardo shaking his head, and he knows the song. I'm going to have to listen to that song on the ride home. Please do. I will. (laughs) Coach Wright, I want to thank you for your time. Welcome to the podcast. Appreciate you. Up next, head coach Lenny Gregory with our thoughts for the rest of the week. Coach, an excellent group of men who have been investing heavily in your program. Great hires.
1: Oh, absolutely excited about them. Um, you know, there's two of them that couldn't make it tonight. That um, you know, our offense coordinator Brett Sloan, um, he had an open house for his for his son, so understandably. Right?
0: Absolutely, got to take care of those kids when you have the chance.
1: Yeah, and he's uh, he's doing a great job. And then Coach Deal, our uh, quarterbacks coach, couldn't made it, couldn't could could not make it tonight. So, but um, excited about these guys. Are really meshing with the kids and. You know, it takes time to build a staff. And one of the things that's been the hardest things for me was losing so many guys that had been with me for so long. You know, you take you take for granted just guys knowing where to be and what to do, and you know the kids. Some of the kids know more than these new coaches of how we do things. And um, probably the biggest eye opener for me was was at the scrimmage game. I didn't really put a lot of thought into, you know, the guys not knowing how we do pregame <laughs> warm-ups, just kind of like, said it to them, but we didn't actually do a walkthrough of it, you know. And uh, afterwards, a bunch of the new coaches said, hey, coach, can we do a walk-through a trial run, you know, before we do this again, because we didn't really know what was going on. And so, um, yeah, that's why you do a scrimmage game, but it just goes to show you the things that you take for granted, having a staff for so long, and now you got a new staff. I mean, you got to you got to teach you, you got to teach them everything that that goes on in the program, uh, step by step. So, but they're doing a great job, and and the biggest thing that I'm excited about is how much uh, they they've meshed with the kids and their relationships that they've they've had, you know. And, um, and I know you talked to Coach Rogers, but you know he's not only our inside linebacker coach, but He's taken over our weight room, which is, has been a vital part of our success. And uh, this guy's phenomenal in the weight room. He's, you know, we hit a home run with him. Absolutely.
0: Don't forget, guys. We will have JV in ninth grade playing tomorrow at the hill with the freshmen away at North Gwinnett and the JV at home versus the Bulldogs. Please come out and support those younger Eagle teams. And finally, September second, seven thirty. Coach your Collins Hill Eagles. Take on the Brookwood Broncos at Farringfield. Kickoff at 7:30. Be there early. Coach, your message to Eagle Nation?
1: It's time to show up. It's, our, it's time to defend the hill, and um, you know uh, the whole community needs to be out and they need to um, be loud and they need to be the 12th man and support us and and uh, come out for a great night of football. You can't you can't beat it. And just so glad that we're playing football at the hill and uh, having a Friday night game at home we got two in a row here so um, show up and and be the 12th man coach there's something special about friday night lights aren't there no doubt no doubt especially at the hill absolutely we probably have the best stadium in the the state of georgia
0: it is beautiful it's going to look really good with the lights on don't forget guys it's a great day to be an eagle thanks for joining us